ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. He is Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we, we get do? People. What they want. NBA draft is tomorrow night. We're going to be discussing that, but we start with a bit of a bombshell report coming from the low post. Jonathan Givoni said that there was a proposed trade between the Indiana Pacers and the Los Angeles Lakers that involved that man, Russell Westbrook, going to the Pacers along with THT and the 2026 number one pick. And in return, Malcolm Brogdon coming to the Lakers. We don't need to discuss the specifics of this trade too much, <laughs> but what does it tell you that the Lakers are out here proposing trades that involve Westbrook? What? That's the obvious. I mean, he's going into a final year of a deal. He's making almost $50 million a year, and their big three fizzled out last year for a multitude of reasons. LeBron played at an all-NBA level. AD dealt with injury most of the time, and Russell Westbrook struggled with his field goal percentage and his high turnovers. Mm -hmm. And so that's what leads to the coach being fired, which did happen. So now you bring in a new coach in Darvin Ham. I like what he's doing with his assistant coaches as well. So now you change the philosophy. Can we change the identity of the team because we have around seven roster spots? But when you have these guys making this kind of money, you ain't going to have much flexibility. You saw what they did last year, and then they got older with that group. That's why you got to now try to get younger with that group. And one of the things, even if you're going to pair Malcolm Brogdon, for example, with Anthony Davis, both of those guys have something in common. They've dealt with injury these last couple of seasons. Mm -hmm. And so if you're now the Lakers and you're thinking, the one thing about Russ, he going to play every night. Good point. And if you stagger his minutes with LeBron, he's going to play well many nights. But Malcolm Brogdon, and again, I want to make sure I acknowledge these last three seasons for the NBA are the exception, not the rule. I talked about this with Kyrie. There have been three champions in 20 months. Normally, that's 36 months. That's time for your body to heal and recover. Malcolm Brogdon is one of those guys, I believe, when the NBA clock turns back normal, he'll be a lot more durable. Now, Anthony Davis has always had injury concerns. That's a different case. So one of the things about this proposed deal is it gets rid of Westbrook, but it also the only two real tradable assets the Lakers have are the first-round picks that come later this decade and THT. So they're kind of like cashing everything out to bring in Brogdon. And I don't see that this team is Brogdon away from competing for a championship. And another thing I was thinking, oh, wait a second. This could be LeBron's last season with the Lakers. If they have another troubling season like they had last year, if if, if it doesn't look like the future of the Lakers is successful, is this an audition year for the Lakers to have LeBron long term? Don't, don't, don't do this, LeBron. Don't, don't 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 make this an audition year. Don't don't don't. I like this. Don't know. Le- LeBron, LeBron, other than playing with his son Bronny, where he put it out there, t- that would be a terrific opportunity. Who would turn that down? But otherwise, 
I think it's best for his legacy in particular for him to ride it out good, bad, or indifferent with the Lakers. Oh, so you, okay. Counterpoint, would it be best for his legacy to, I don't know, go to another team that's a championship contender, maybe get another ring? No, because that's not going to be perceived as one that he led the way. And he likely, if he joins another situation, that means they already have a star player. They already have a Mm go-to player. So what, you want to put him on the Warriors now? Is that what we doing? I'm not naming teams at the moment. Okay, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not naming teams. I, 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 I wanted, I wanted license plate numbers. You know, we talking I'm just about saying, if, if, if they don't make okay. the play and Anthony Davis is hurt again, you expect LeBron James to be like, you know what? Let's run this back for a third straight. Year. I, I expect him to feel like they got me. People want to come play with me and us. We'll figure a way to get into the playoffs. And once I get us into the playoffs and AD's healthy. We feel like we got two of the best players on the floor in any series. That's how he has to go into the season. That's going to be his attitude because LeBron was killing last year. Oh, yeah. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like LeBron he was, was killing. He's playing more. He was killing last year. <laughs> yeah, he put the smackdown on these young he boys. Absolutely was okay. Wash King yeah, yeah. last year. Yeah, he was but killing. this question that we're asking now about long-term Lakers and LeBron is something that we'll be resurfacing month after month as we move into the midway point of next season. Mr. Rose. Bradley Beal reportedly opted out of his potential next mm. year with the Wizards. He was going to be a free agent. However, then he tweeted this. <laughs> wait, huh? <laughs> like, wait, wait, what now? I'm a free agent? So whether or not that report is true or not, or what, what do you expect Beal to do? You know, one of the things I love about this show is that we put on for the culture and we retire words and one thing that ends up happening in the media with fans and people who cover the game like they talk about these like it ain't millions of dollars you see what I'm saying like this is millions of dollars 40 and 50 (laughs) right like so so like if you get jammed up don't mention my name yeah. You know what I'm saying? He like, wait, ho, ho. <laughs> I didn't say I, that. I didn't say I that. not said no to $40 million. I, I, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that's, that's, that's something that now having social media, I'm glad, gives players the autonomy to allow their voice to be expressed real time. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, I don't see him opting out and leaving right now based on how I've watched him continue to double down on being in D.C., Embracing the players around them, embracing being the franchise guy. And another thing, embracing getting top dollar. You know, like at some point, like I remember, and we talk about building the Warriors dynasty, Steph's injury made him a less, uh, he was making less money than another all NBA player like a Damian Lillard. So then when you looked up three, four, five, six years later, like Dame was making substantially more than Steph. Yep. And so what you're doing now, if you're Bradley Beal, is I'm investing in me. I'm investing in the team. Now, if there is a landing spot that opens up, then I'm pretty sure he'll consider that. But I, I, I think that if this was poker, he'll stand pat for now. I think so. I think he's saying, wait, wait, wait. I did not opt out because if you offer me a max five-year extension, I will sign it immediately. <laughs> immediately. Somebody tells me that's the subtext of the yes. tweet. Yes. If you're if you're offering that yes. much. yes. Then I'll sign it. Yes. Jalen, it seems like the first three picks, we don't particularly know the order, but there's been a lot of reports that it's going to go Paolo, Chet, 
And then, of course, Jabari. Jabari. I would guess Ivy maybe next. Mm-hmm. Sacramento. And then that leaves the Pistons with some decision-making to do at number five. Because there's a handful of prospects that they could potentially pick at five. What do you think they should do? I actually like this position for the Pistons. A lot of flexibility. Yeah, because, like, when, when you have a number one pick like when we had with Cade, like, you got to make sure you get it right. And under the circumstances, like, in our situation, we did get that pick right. You had a great year. So now Cade is a franchise player. He's proven to me, he's proven to us that he can be that. So now you got to think about what's going to maximize his potential, mm-hmm. right? So is it either going to be somebody that gets him shots, which you hope Killian would do because mm-hmm. you also took him as a lottery pick. He showed some flashes last year, but he still got to take clear leaps based on where he got picked. Or do you draft somebody that's going to be a bucket? I think the latter. You know what I mean? You want so, the ball in Kate's hands. Right. So somebody somebody that's going to be a bucket that he can now feed. And so Ivy is a guy that's going to be ball dominant, but he's a scorer, right? Mm-hmm. And they would be dynamic going up and down the floor. But when you really look at the top five and who's projecting, when they talk about Murray, like we could use some scoring up front depending on what's going to happen with Jeremy Grant. Yep. You don't know what's going to happen with this situation. But don't sleep on the kid from Arizona. Modern. Yeah, don't sleep on the kid from Arizona. He can shoot. And if you think about this, you have Cade and you have Bay and Mathurin. You've got two real shooters around Cade, not just one like a lot of other rosters have. But also, Keegan Murray is a great fit because, as you mentioned, I don't think Jeremy Grant is going to be there in two, three years. Right? Maybe not even there at the end of this year. No, correct. So, you do need to build for the future up front outside of B2. Great options. Great options. That's the thing. That's what This is kind of one of the funnest picks because I expect Ivy to go at four. But this one, there, there's a handful of players that you would be, make make perfect sense with. But but also, like, it, 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 are you betting on potential? Are, are you betting on somebody that you think is the most ready right now? Again, you always have to figure playing alongside your best players. And, and, I, and I appreciate us adding Marvin Bagley, too. I think he's going to be a player that's not discussed enough mm. that's going to continue to ascend in the Eastern Conference also. So I'm excited about the fifth pick, and I'm happy to be at the draft to go represent. You can see the mysterious Shaden Sharp go there, too. Didn't play last mm, year for Kentucky. Kentucky yeah. Had a great high school career. Yeah. Jalen, when we discuss Zion Williamson, a lot of the time the conversation is about what he looks like physically. It's just kind of something that because he hasn't been playing. He's an athlete. He hasn't been on the court. And, you know, he, he, he sometimes looks a little out of shape. Well, not in his new Nike promos. Mr. Rose, what is your reaction to seeing Jack to Zion in these Nike promos? Well, how about I told you? Like, just yesterday, just yesterday. So this is the old those Zion. who watch this show every day and listen to the podcast, just yesterday I said new when Zion. Luca and Zion – decide to get in their best shape, they're going to be flirting with MVP. And since Luka is already um, uh, steps ahead in, in not only leading a team, but also the Dallas Mavs continue to ascend, just like the Pelicans ascended with and without Zion, Luka going to be MVP next year. Luka going to be MVP of the NBA next year. Zion is going to be trending towards all NBA. Like, he averaged 27 points on 60% shooting, and <laughs> you're talking about he's not in shape. 
So that's just going to, like, so many players, as, as their career progress, they decide getting in shape and eating right and training is the most important thing to me. It looks like Zion has figured that out, and, and the sky's the limit for him and his team. And we've seen this happen with a lot of athletes is when they retire, they kind of let themselves go. You know, I remember an iteration of yourself, Kangaroo Jalen, that you kind of let yourself go for a little bit. You look great now, <laughs> your though. Your body hurts. but uh, It ain't fun to work out when your body hurt from a tendonitis that you had in high school. Cal it's Farnsworth, not fun. former pitcher, Major League Baseball. He's no longer in Major League Baseball. But he didn't let himself go. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen these pictures, Jalen Rose. That is too jacked. That is too much. Look at those I ain't legs. mad at you. I ain't mad at <laughs> you. <laughs> look at him. You know what I mean? When you look in the mirror, do you see yourself or your representative? He's proud I don't see of that it. when I look in the mirror. I am not mad at him. <laughs> I was like, look at those veins. Then you know what that seems like to me? You're in the gym too much. You need other hobbies. You can't be going to the gym three times a day, Kyle. But here's the thing about people. Have a hamburger, I, I Kyle. I just want to make sure those cats are agile. That, that'd be my whole thing. I want to see what that agility like. I want to see what he looked like playing basketball. See, that'd be a perfect person I want to see, like, how he play basketball. I want to see him eat a pepperoni pizza slice. You know what I mean? Like, I find so much joy in unhealthy food that I feel like Mr. Farnsworth is not engaging in that. Come on, Kyle. That's too jacked. Jalen, we spoke about Bradley Beal, his former backcourt running mate, John Wall, also has a decision to make about opting in or out of his contract, and that is something that we will discuss right after this. What is the future of John Wall and the Rockets after sitting out an entire season? We'll break that down after this. You're watching JJ. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. Coming to you live from the Heineken River Deck, above the Heineken River Deck here in New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Anthony Rose. One of the most interesting stories of the last NBA season didn't get discussed very much at all because John Wall wasn't on the floor for the Rockets. He has a $47.4 million player option with the Rockets. Again, he was healthy last year, just didn't play. You'll never believe this, but... He's opting in for that forty-seven point four. I would too. I would too. And, and, and as an athlete, let me tell you something. It's, it's just like purchasing a vehicle. As soon as you drive it and put miles on it, you know it decreases the value. As an mm-hmm. athlete, the more I get paid and the less I gotta play, I'm gonna be a lot more charged up. And when I look at a player like John Wall, a former All Star, and we've known a lot of things that he's accomplished. He's been a 22, 10, 20 and ten guy to get you two steals. 
I started to think about like where would he flourish? Oh, oh, right. It's one thing to talk about like him being in or out, but I'm trying to think of like where would he flourish? And I'm thinking that he would go somewhere where the coaches are proven commodity like San Antonio or Miami. Mm. I think he'll flourish in situations like that where those guys like a pop or a spoke can take what's considered a depressed asset and turn it into not only a rotational player, but somebody that like we can, you know, r- really do some things with. And so it's going to be interesting to see how the situation plays out. But I mean, as long as they're going to keep plan- paying them, I mean. So it, I always found it curious last year why they didn't play him. Obviously, they've got a young nucleus that they want to develop. But don't you think John Wall can help that young nucleus develop and get some wins? Well, it's one of those um, approaches that you feel like you're going to be able to move the player and then you continue to grow down that path. And everybody else realizes, why are we going to trade for the player we know you're not going to use? And then you end up making a decision. We saw this with Andre Drummond. Um, a couple of years ago, I believe with the Cavs, we saw this with Al Horford with the Oklahoma City Thunder, where the player was basically paid not to play. Mm-hmm. And but the the unique thing about John Wall's situation is he had a couple of years left on his deal. So in theory, the Rockets mismanaged that. Yeah, we're talking almost a hundred million dollars. Correct. So they, so if you're going to pay him a hundred million dollars not to play, then that's your mismanagement. Does he finish this season as he did last season? With Houston. Well, there's going to be a lot of deals floating around. Don't that number look ser- uh, eerily similar to Russell, Russell Westbrook number? Mm-hmm. It, they're always going to be contracts that can be moved, right, in the NBA. And don't be surprised, I believe, if he is finally gets moved this year. And Houston got to be more motivated to make a deal. I think that's fair. Jalen, it's time for Show Me Some Shohei. Jalen Rose, it's been a while since we checked in on Shohei. And last night, oh my God. Two three-run home runs. Eight ribbies. Eight RBIs. Ties the game. They still lose the game in extra innings to the Royals. And this is just too often the story with Shohei Otani that we show him, you know, get 10 Ks and two home runs, but it's always in a losing effort. Hey, man, he's incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, for him to be an ace starting pitcher... And for him to be driving in eight runs and hitting like three run dingers to tie the game in the eight ninth runs inning, a game. like that, that he he's incredible. Like like they need to get out a blank check today and pay him. Like baseball ain't like basketball and uh, football where there's salary cap. Like we're burying the, the the lead is actually how great he is. He is that's the headline. But the story is that the uh, uh, the Anaheim Angels lose again. Yep. And then Mike Trout kind of dealt with this too. Right. They, they lose again. And so, I mean, Los Angeles Angels, they've been moving around. When you were a Rock Carew fan. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was my guy, <laughs> Lucky. Rock Carew. If you yeah, want to get Jalen Smith, Rock Carew. That was my guy. Jalen, Rob Gronkowski has retired again. Do we, do we expect him to come back again like he did last time? Yes. Of course. Why not? Okay. Tom Brady's the GOAT and that's your guy? Yeah. You, you don't even have to, you ain't got to worry about nothing. You know, you know Tom Brady's just, he's he just one text away nothing. from being in a Bucks uniform. He ain't worry about nothing. So here's here's my theory. Him and Tom already got this worked out. Of course. He doesn't want to go to training camp. Of course. Remember when he was switching uniforms yeah. last summer? He was switching outfits and and, and then emailing the Bucks. He's going to come um, back like week 11. Yeah, exactly. He's going to come back midway you know, through. Last month. Training camp sounds like season. work. It's hot yeah. down in Tampa. Yeah, exactly. He'll let them kind of get up and going, and then he'll join midway and end up like catching two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Exactly. That's just what Gronkowski and Tom Brady do. 
Jalen, we have a lot more to get to. We have a lot more to discuss. And we will do so right after this very short break. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu. Thank you for watching Jalen and Jacoby on television, but don't forget, we always have exclusive content that you can only get on the podcast every single day. We cover all the topics they don't let us talk about on television, on the podcast. Make sure you download, subscribe, follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, every single day on the show, we recognize another day that Brittany Griner still detained in Russia. And we must uh, acknowledge the negligence of the White House. Like, for her to have a call set up with her wife, and for that not to happen, and they call allegedly 11 times, that's just unacceptable. The embassy was unstaffed. That's just unacceptable. 125 days wrongfully detained. We here at Jalen Jacoby wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Jalen, we saw a tweet from Bradley Beal after there was a report that he opted out to become a free agent. And now is around the summertime when we get... The cryptic tweets from the NBA players. <laughs> and then there was this one from young star DeJounte Murray. Just eyeballs. Jalen, what does this mean? It just means eyeballs. <laughs> That's all it means. It could be the car that he just bought for his father. It could be the Bradley Beal news. It could be the John Wall news. Again, like when you're on a team that like the Spurs that has championship pedigree and Coach Pop is still on the sideline, like, there's a sense of urgency mm-hmm. to try to get some things done. And who's going to be the best recruiter besides Pop? The best player. And so that's what he should be doing. It's only right, trying to recruit people to come run with him. Well, we'll keep our eyeballs on DeJounte Murray's account and all the others because it is cryptic social media season. Jalen, we have some GOAT news. <laughs> the GOAT. I'll do that again. We have some GOAT news. <laughs> the pretty good GOAT. Tom Brady, <laughs> unsolicited, said Pusha T has the best album of the year. What do you think <laughs> about Tom's hip-hop taste? Well, if you think about it, like, I'm pretty sure Tom Brady knows how dope Pusha is because he mm-hmm. can ex- he can respect bars. And, and, and Pusha always references Tom Brady. Yep. Multiple times in multiple songs. That's a good point. It's only right that, you know, two goats are acknowledging each other. No surprises. So here's my question. Do you think Tom Brady listened to all the other hip-hop albums? <laughs> Did he listen to enough albums to make this distinction is my question. No. 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 <laughs> but you don't have to. All you got to do is listen to this one and you know Pusha's all-time dopeness. <laughs> of course. I agree with Tom Brady. Jalen, who's joining us on the show tomorrow on Draft Day? Jaden Hardy, the next superstar in the NBA, is joining Jalen and Jacoby to talk about his draft position, the work he's going to put in in the league, and he's got next, just like we do tomorrow, 4 p.m. on ESPN2. 
We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much. Watching Jalen and Jacoby.